Hey guys, this is Stu from Death Dealer. This is Ida from Trisphere. This is Danny Marino from The Agonist. This is Cobra Page from Cobra and the Lotus. Hi everyone, this is Fernando from Moonspell, and you're listening to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. Rock on! Listeners, this is Golf Dog, and the podcast returns with another amazing artist interview. Today, we're honored to have with us Tony Kako, frontman for Power Metal Masters Sonata Arctica. Tony, we so appreciate you joining us on the Great Metal Debate podcast. Thanks for having me. Well, we're talking to you from Columbus, Ohio, where Sonata Arctica is about to perform in your full first week, opening for Nightwish in North America. How have the first few days been? Well, um, getting better and better all the time actually we, we had two shows that uh, we had a lot of technical difficulties like we, me and Tommy uh, in the band we played like 1000 shows almost and uh, this was the first time that actually the beater from the kick drum just flew off all of a sudden and, and such things you know technical difficulties and we managed to wrestle them in two shows and now the three follow ups have been fantastic I hope it stays that, that way actually you've gotten all the kinks out early yeah yeah hope that's, that's, that was the hope we had actually well, you were last back in the States in 2014. Uh, will this tour allow you to perform in some places and venues different from the last time around? Yeah, including this one here. Of course, you know, these are much better and bigger. Not better necessarily, but bigger. And this one is also better venues. And, uh, and uh, it's different scene. Nightwish is just like in a different level than we are. And, and that's one of the points that it's smart for us to come and open for them and support them. You know, a lot of people get to see us perform that I've never even heard of us so uh, it's it's serves a great purpose also opens you up to, to potential new fans absolutely absolutely yeah we have a chance to wow them excellent well uh, your back catalog if they check that out it will wow them and I want to ask you about your last studio album Pariah's Child released almost two years ago with some distance and performing those songs all across the globe you know what do you think about uh, that album in retrospect um, I think it was like definitely the step in the uh, right direction. Uh, the previous album, Stone Score Her Name, was like hard rock album, more or less stylistically, and, and uh, it was <laughs> very controversial. <laughs> also, we thought that it, it, it was maybe some kind of move in the wrong direction, and, and it was definitely necessary to do something different. And, and uh, I consider um, Mariah's Child being like. Uh, the album that takes us back on the original road, and we also under, underlined that fact with the uh, old logo that we have on the album. So that's this, someone, someone might think that this is some other album number five, Price Child, uh, and that was just a different branch that we were on different road for a while, and now we're back on the main road. Sounds like you're pleased with it in hindsight. Yes, very. Yeah. Excellent. Well, you've definitely influenced and impressed other artists uh, with your whole catalog, not just Bride's Child. And last year, some of those, including Zandria, Van Canto, Stream of Passion, and others, released a tribute album uh, covering some of your songs. What's your reaction when other artists uh, pay tribute to your work in that way? Um, my first thought was like, huh? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. why? <laughs> and, and the second was that, uh, are we that old already? And then, and then, you know, when the whole thing settled a little bit and, and I let it simmer, it started to feel actually good. 
we realized that we have actually made a difference. Not all the bands get such an homage that the other bands record your songs and make a tribute album. So it, it's fantastic. I enjoy it actually. It's, it's a lot of fun. There are some really, really great versions of the songs. They are totally different from the original, which is actually the point also. So they have made the, these songs their own, boldly, and I bow for them. You know. Well, I don't think you guys are old, but you you do have some experience, and I wanted to ask a couple of questions uh, with that experience about the challenges of touring. Uh, the first question, as far as band security, particularly in light of the tragedy in Paris last year, just uh, to what extent do, do security concerns influence your your day to day life on tour? I you don't really think it that much. Uh, of course, you know what happened in Paris. Uh, that was tragic, and, and it was everybody was worried. Uh, us, we were on a break, so it, it didn't really affect us in any way, our touring life. So, but I, I really can imagine that it had we had we been on the road in Europe, for example, at that same time, it would have been like, wow, should we go home type of thing. And uh, like here it, 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 in North America, it's really well, I feel safe in a way. They are I haven't seen any nut cases. No, only only the good kind. <laughs> <laughs> good good nut fans that you have. Yeah, exactly. But you never know, you know. But there, that's why we have security here. You know, people taking care of things. But it's definitely different in in Europe at the moment, it, it, especially in France. The security is tighter. And uh, Nightwish could tell you more stories about that. They just toured Europe, and it was it was uh, quite military experience at times. Well, another challenge, uh, last fall the band Epica was forced to cancel their North American tour in its first few days due to a band member's parent having a, a critical health issue. I wonder for a band like Sonata Arctica, um, you guys probably have children and families, maybe aging parents. Uh, how, how do you manage kind of those possibilities of being abroad and perhaps having some, some critical things happen at home? Of course, family comes first. But then again, you know, it, it's not that easy. Know, to, just to make your decision and, and, my, and like I've told my wife that uh, I'm not actually sure if, if something happens to someone like my parents for example if I want to know it right away there while I'm on the road or if, if providing that the tour is going to be like only one week more whatever you know, should I just you know should it wait until I'm home uh, but of course you know like if it happened today for example we have six weeks to go yeah I'd, I'd, I'd probably go home you know, it, it, it's too much. And come back later, you know, just take care of that. There are a lot of things to take care of, but it's, it's a scary thought. And, of course, when you have children and everything, like my son just hit his head on the wall really hard, you know, and it's like, oh, my God, that was the first time something like that happened, and I was really worried. But, you know, that's that's life. And you just try to keep it, you know, in the background somewhere. You don't think it too much. Don't, it let, don't let it rule your, your life on you. Exactly. It doesn't really help at all. You just try to concentrate on what you're really here to do and, and try to stay focused and happy. Well, uh, speaking of happy people, we have a question from a fan for you, Mark from Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, he says, hello, Tony. Uh, been a fan for a long time. Aside from Sonata Arctica's amazing musical composition, I've always found your lyrics very interesting, and sometimes it becomes so interpretive that I have trouble figuring out the story behind it. Uh, for example, Letter to Dana and Shy both mention Dana. Who is Dana to you? Well, um, well, that's, that goes all the way back to our demo days, like 96, 97, that era, that time, when uh, I was writing first. My, the first song I ever wrote 
uh, for this band was actually Letter to Dana. And I took the name Dana from X-Files. I'm, I'm a great X-Files fan, and it's like a really, really on top again, you know, on everybody's lips. So uh, that, that's really cool. And, uh, but then I wrote this other song, and I needed a name, and I figured, hey, how cool it would be if I just, you know, used Dana again, and maybe somebody someday will uh, notice it. And what do you know? It's kind of backfired. I've, I've got that, you know, question asked like a thousand times. So, uh, but yeah, it, it was intentional, and I took the name just from, from X-Files, more or less. I'm a huge fan. Anna. Uh, now, at the end of this run with Nightwish, I understand you're performing a week of headlining shows in select North American cities. Yeah, um, after this one, two weeks somewhere. I haven't actually even checked. It's too far away still, but you know, it's going to be a different world. You know, everything is so nice and cozy and big and, and clean, and uh, we're going to be back in a rock and roll caverns <laughs> more or less you know but also opportunity for a expanded set list of course yeah and, and it's yeah we're gonna play like 90 minutes or so on our headlining shows and, and, and it's gonna really serve a purpose because we're heading studio right away after this so it's good that we get a lot of extended play as well first five weeks you know warming up with 45 minute sets and then like double it for headlining shows so it, it's, it's really good fantastic and so you mentioned heading back into the studio. When can fans expect uh, to see or hear about maybe the follow-up to Pariah's Child? Uh, the idea is actually to have it out sometime October. I don't have the exact date yet, but if everything goes according to the plan, that's like October. Exciting for fans, Tony. Well, finally, what are the best ways that fans can purchase music and merchandise from Sonata Arctica? Of course, if you uh, live near a well-equipped music store you might ask it from there the cd and uh, there are a lot of uh, internet possibilities like uh, itunes for example naming just one commercial and also uh, sonotarctica.info you can find a web store from there and of course nuclear blast have their own web shops you can get uh, both music and and other merchandise from those those web shops so and if you're in north america for the next month you can come out check out a show, see you guys play live, and purchase some music directly from you here at the venue. Yeah, that's correct. So uh, come and do it. You know, That's the way you can keep live music alive. Come and see the show. Well, Tony, I so appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. I got to see you all for the first time back in 2014. Excited to see you again tonight. And uh, So thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure.